1: What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Guys, we're going to be doing a preview here of the Indianapolis Colts and the Denver Broncos before their Thursday matchup against each other. Uh, I don't have anyone with me here today, so it's just going to be solo for me, but we're going to keep it short, sweet, and to the point. Uh, I think that's about as simple as it gets, and of course, Thursday night, short week, going to Mile High City in Denver, facing this Broncos team, which both of these teams really coming into this game banged up. You know, both of these teams having their issues to say the least. So, I'll try to hit as much of this as possible. I said it in the uh, injury update video that the players who were going to be missing for this Colts team were Tyquan Lewis, Shaquille Leonard. Julian Blackman, that's on the defense, and of course, losing Jonathan Taylor. Uh, that's a huge one. Uh, a bunch of guys there that are going to be definitely missed, and this team desperately needs them. Uh, and then when we go to the Denver side of things, so uh, Russell Wilson was is questionable for that game. They said that uh, he was a limited participant the last few days because of a uh, shoulder injury in his throwing shoulder. Um, I believe all signs point to the fact that he's going to play, uh, all signs lead to that. So I'm not going to anticipate him not playing, uh, the big ones that really hurt, um, the Denver Broncos, is the fact that, uh, Javante Williams, who we talked about last week being hurt. Uh, that's a really, that's a really tough one. You know, him being on injured reserve, tearing that ACL, you know, it's a really tough injury to come back from. And I hate the fact that Javante Williams was doing had to deal with that. I mean, he was the number one running back on their team. So both teams here are gonna be without their best running backs. Uh, the the Denver Broncos uh, still have have Melvin Gordon, who, by the way, is also questionable. He was limited in practice for the rest of this week, but all um all signs point toward him being ready to go on Thursday, and of course, both teams brought in some extra help. You have the Broncos bringing in Latavius Murray, former Saints and Vikings running back, who you know has always been a very serviceable running back in times when teams really need him. Right, and then the Colts are going to be bringing up uh, running back Philip Lindsey, former running back of the Denver Broncos where he got his start and really started playing very well. So Mel or, uh, Philip Lindsay definitely knows this area very well. And I definitely think it'd be interesting nonetheless to see, uh, what he does. And then some of the other injuries that they have, um, I'll say this. I mean, the Denver Broncos list of injuries goes quite a bit longer than the Colts does, but uh, a couple guys with limited participation, uh, Jonathan Cooper, Quinn uh, Mioners, uh, You also have Billy Turner, Darius Phillips, uh, Tyree Cleveland. Obviously, they lost Greg uh, Dulcich. So, you know, a, a quite a few players here, you know, that are, you know, potential guys that fill in depth roles, you know, having that questionable status. So, you know, both of these teams really coming in banged up. But in regards to the actual perception of it, both teams are most likely going to have their quarterbacks. Both teams are going to be missing their starting running backs and a couple players on defense that really could come into play. Uh, Randy Gregory is the other one that was on injury reserve. He is uh, number 3 on the Broncos in total sacks this year. So losing that edge rush off the side uh, really does hurt the Broncos in a big way there. but. When we go into this, guys, uh, kind of getting into the gameplay specifically, needless to say, both of these offenses are not playing very well. Uh, ironically enough, I think the Colts are very close, if not higher in total yards per game. But in total efficiency and everything, uh, the Colts are the 32nd most efficient offense, and the uh, Broncos are the 26th. So, both of these offenses really struggling this year at really producing big numbers. Uh, Russell Wilson this year, 980 yards. You know, Matt Ryan has 1,100 something yards. Uh, Broncos are 30th in points scored per game. And I think the Colts are right around that, too. They're 19th in total passing yards, 18th in total rushing yards. That's probably going to hurt down the line as Javante Williams is not going to be getting the bulk of the reps. So, you know, this offense, just like the Indianapolis Colts, just seems to really be searching for somebody to take over and start building this group a little bit. Obviously, like I said, 19th in passing, 18th in rushing ninth in time of possession, which is really weird uh, that they're able to do the things that they're doing with that kind of time of possession. But the one thing that the Denver Broncos do a phenomenal job at is defense. Uh, they're fifth in the NFL in points per game allowed. They're fourth in total defense. They're fifth in the passing yard gain, uh, game and they're 18th in rushing and uh only allowing 170 passing yards per game and 114 rushing yards which is really weird that you know something like that exists cuz you know they're so dominant at stopping the pass but you know struggle at, at stopping the run but they are 6th in the NFL in sacks which has 11 uh like I said before Randy Gregory being out of this game is definitely going to be uh Helpful for this Colts offensive line, but, you know, the weapon that they do have, and, I mean, ironically enough, they're uh, tied for second with the second most sacks on the team is Draymond Jones, uh, former Buckeye defensive tackle. He's going to still be playing, and Bradley Chubb, who has three sacks on the year, you know, Bradley Chubb, who's playing very well right now. So, you know, they still have a couple guys on that defensive line that are very, very tough to block. You know Bradley Chubb is going to be, I assume, is probably going to be coming off the left side against Matt Pryor all game long. What's going on, everyone? Just wanted to take a quick moment to talk with you about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportbooks to get the best deal possible. Odds Trader allows you to make bets on almost every major sport. Some of the cool features that I enjoy about Odds Trader is the handicapping options they provide. You get live play-by-play updates, you get live scores and bet tracking on everything that you're doing on the app. Player statistics, key game statistics. You even get projected game day weather reports as well. And the, another great thing about Odds Trader is you get bet tracker, which allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activities while you're on the site. I mean, how cool is that? If this is something that sounds like it intrigues you, make sure to go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. It will be very interesting to see what the Indianapolis Colts cook up to be able to avoid these issues with Matt Pryor and sometimes even Braden Smith. So look for that to be the big issue here. We know... That the Colts' offensive line has been struggling all uh, all season long, and I don't expect this to be any different this week because you're facing a defensive line that is very similar to how the uh, defensive line used to be for the Titans. Uh, I wouldn't say there's a there's a force up the middle, but then again, you know, Bradley Chubb coming off that edge is very concerning, and then. You know, when you're talking about uh, the fact that you're running up the middle, I would have felt so much better about this game had Jonathan Taylor been the one taking control of the situation because the Broncos do a much better job of blitzing off the edge. Uh, They don't have as much firepower in the middle of the field like what the Titans did against us. But... I would have expected so much more from this Colts rushing attack to get back on track this week if Jonathan Taylor was the one doing it. So it's not going to be the case. Very nerve-wracking, to say the least. And then when you know you look at the defense that our guys have to face, um, I mean, when you look on offensively what uh, – the Colts have to do. I mean, some of the players they have, I mentioned Bradley Chubb, but then I uh, talk don't talk about one of the most effective weapons they have on the defense, and that's Patrick Sertan. I mean, that guy is playing at an elite level right now. His play in the backfield is shutting down anyone that he wants to. He's shut down some pretty good wide receivers uh, this year so far. Hasn't logged an interception yet, but he has been locked down. He has been past, uh, past deflections all over the place, uh, guys locked down, quarterbacks having difficulty getting guys open. So, you know, it's really going to be a challenge to see how the Colts get Michael Pittman involved in this game when Patrick Sertan has been shutting guys down all year. Who else is going to step up to provide a little bit of an edge to that, right? But then again, you know, we also talk about some of the teams that they have faced so far. You know, Seattle, who's just now coming on again, Uh, Houston's offense, nothing spectacular. San Francisco, I mean, they shut down San Francisco and, you know, they lost to the Las Vegas uh, Raiders. It was one of the few times that that defense really got exposed in a lot of ways, not necessarily in the passing uh, department, but they did give up, you know, 150 yards to, josh jacobs so you know this it kind of provides you with a little bit of hope that this colts team can still get a push up front you know hopefully this is a game where whoever's starting at right guard ryan kelly and quentin nelson can avenge themselves and start making bigger blocks that we feel can actually move the ball up the middle and it'll be also very interesting to see how this team uh how this team functions going forward Also, I will say another thing uh, that if Melvin Gordon were to end up playing in this game, already has four fumbles on the year. Uh, This Broncos team, you know, certainly does turn the ball over a few times rushing it. Uh, Russell Wilson, only 980 yards passing, only completing 61% of his passes. And, you know, you have the... uh, and obviously, the stats, other than the interception category, which obviously is huge, and the fumbles on that regard. Uh, Matt Ryan is turning the ball over more. But then again, Matt Ryan's also uh, opening things up a little more than Russell Wilson. So, I mean, at the end of the day, these are two offenses that, you know, are not uh, playing very well right now in cohesiveness. They, the Russell Wilson's still trying to get used to the system. I think of what the Broncos are running, you know, and it's very odd because, you know, you see guys like Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, you know, two amazing wide receivers that could be n- number twos or even number ones on a few different teams. So it's very odd that, you know, there hasn't been a lot more involvement with these guys I expect at some point they'll start figuring it out. I just hope it's not this week. I do believe it's going to be a very tough challenge for uh, both defenses because I think both defenses uh, struggle. I think the Colts will struggle a little bit with trying to contain Sutlin and Judy, especially with the injuries that we have on defense. And then, of course, you know, with the Broncos defense, of course, them getting pressure is going to be the big thing, but at the end of the day, we also have the ability to run the football. Even if it's Philip Lindsay running it, I do believe they have a chance to move the ball in the middle of the field. If that offensive line were to get things going. So that's really going to be it for this one, guys. Uh, like I said, I don't really have anybody here um, to really bounce ideas off, but I do hope that you guys found this informative uh, going over the stats and everything else. Uh, also, by the way, Russell Wilson has been sacked 12 times this year, along with, I mean, Matt Ryan's been sacked 15 times, right? So it's it's very interesting, both of these guys getting sacked at least three times a game. So can the Colts front seven actually get pressure on Russell Wilson? Because Russell Wilson doesn't quite seem like the normal Russell Wilson that we are acquainted to seeing from Seattle. So I'm going to give a prediction here again. Uh, Thursday night game. Both teams really struggling. Uh, this one is going to be a uh, twenty-one to seventeen win for Denver. Uh, I just can't pick the Colts right now, especially with the fact that you know that defensive line is really good and our offensive line's not been really good. And the way they protect against the passing offense, I think is going to... And we're already down on the rushing department right now. And with the way that their pass defense is, I'm very concerned with the Colts' inability to move the football. So I hope that that changes. But right now, I'm going to go 21-17 Denver. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Let me know what you think. Thank you, as always. And as always, go Colts.